0: A huge welcome to you. My name is Andrew. It's great to be uh, gathered here in the name of Jesus. It's great to come together. Today, this weekend, we're actually having a special, uh, you probably noticed, a special time of Thanksgiving. Across all of our services, started last night and all day today, uh, it's appropriate to be having, to thanking God. And we, uh, to particularly the theme this year is overflowing with thankfulness. You should have received one of these when you came in. Take it out. Um Uh, You can see on the inside a little bit of where we're going, some of the Bible readings and a few other things there as well. And um, we're going to do things a little bit differently today as well. We're actually going to have two talks, but they're both going to be short, so that's that's something you could be thankful for. Um, But uh, a great opportunity to, and also hearing lots of stories from people. We've heard some in video already. We're going to hear some person, and we're going to hear some from cards. Um, The benefits of being thankful... It's a bit of a uh, trendy thing at the moment to do, to actually just stop and think about what are the things you're thankful about. And so I tried yesterday to come up with a, with five things that I'm thankful about yesterday. Uh, so this is yesterday. I, I wrote down, I'm thankful for the beautiful weather. Uh, absolutely magnificent day yesterday. And uh, did some gardening with some amazing people here at church. Um, I'm thankful yesterday that uh, yesterday I was reminded in the morning, but I remembered, having been reminded, that 27 years ago I asked Ruth to marry me. And the bit that I'm particularly thankful about is she said yes, Yes. even though she asked me to ask her again. uh, And she said yes again, which was great. Uh, I'm I'm thankful, thirdly, for the peace we have in our country. This is an astonishing time of peace we have at the moment, and who knows how long it lasts. But right now we have peace, and that is something we should be thankful for. Uh, Fourthly, I'm thankful for this church community, your gifts, your character, your joy in serving Jesus. And, and fifthly, I just had to say, thankful for days. I really am thankful that God divides up life into days, and every day is a new chance. Every day is a new chance to experience uh, God's grace, it's a new start, and it's a new opportunity to serve Him. Um, as I said, it's actually a bit of a, a popular thing, not just in the church world, but out, outside the church world, to actually be practicing gratitude, practicing thanksgiving. And, and I found the article that I read, um, and I uh, put up some of the headlines in your notice sheet, and it might be on the screen as well. And here's one of the headlines. This is from seven scientifically proven benefits of gratitude that will motivate you to give thanks uh, all year round. Um, number one, gratitude opens the door to more relationships. Grateful people are more likely to have more friends and be more, uh, a bit better at, at, at talking to people. Um, number two, gratitude improves physical health. That's interesting, isn't it? There's something about having a we're cultivating gratefulness, being thankful somehow might have some effect on your physical health. I, I think more obviously, gratitude improves psychological health. Um, gratitude enhances empathy and reduces aggression. I, I, I reckon that's pretty easy to prove, isn't it? If you're driving. <laughs> And you're practicing thankfulness and gratitude for all the things that are around you. You're probably less likely to go insane every time someone pulls in ahead of you or drives a bit badly. Um, grateful people sleep better. So if anyone's falling asleep at church today, yeah, it's just, I think it means sleep better at night. <laughs> I don't think it means sleep better at church. But grateful people sleep better. Um, gratitude improves self-esteem. Now, I find this one's interesting, wasn't it? That actually, the more you're thankful, the more you're grateful, the more you have a right and a better understanding of yourself. Well, I actually think that's probably true. Um, ironically, the more you're other person centred, the more you, you actually sort out your own self. And gratitude increases mental strength, ability to get through stuff. If you, were, um, you know, um, focus on gratitude, I sometimes think that the, the focus on the syllabus at schools on resilience is good, but maybe if they focused on gratitude. They actually might help resilience. Um, but here you go. There, there's some of just the ideas that are out there to proven ways of um, showing that gratitude helps. And, and I think even though there's a sense in which who you are being thankful to? They don't answer. But, but there's still there's something right about this, that actually God made the world and His ways work, which means His ways work out there as well. There's something right we're actually made to be thankful people. It's part of how God has wired us. And there's actually many benefits. I'm not... These seven things, I actually agree with them. I think these are true things that thankful people will will do. But let me just add a few more, because I can't cope with seven. Well, I probably should, because I'm a Christian, and seven's like a number in the Bible. But let me come up with ten. I want to give you three more, and we'll put up on the screen... As, Christian, as a Christian, gratitude flows from faith in God and feeds that faith. We, had, we just heard the story of Jesus. He heals 10 lepers. And all these, these 10 lepers are healed and they go away to present themselves to the priest. And what happens to the story? One comes back. One leper comes back to Jesus and, um, and he throws himself at Jesus' feet and thanks Jesus. And he was the foreigner. And Jesus said, Weren't it all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give praise to God except for this foreigner? And then he said to him, Rise up and go. Your faith has made you well. Somehow faith is linked to thankfulness. What's the connection? Somehow Jesus could see this man was thankful. Therefore, actually, he, he actually had faith, unlike the other nine. I think this is the connection. This is how I said. Faith is looking to God in dependency. Gratitude or thankfulness is looking to God in appreciation. The more you appreciate God, the more you look to Him. The more you look to Him, the more you'll be looking to Him in trust as well. Do you want to trust God more? Look to Him. Do you want to look to Him more? Thank Him. I actually think it's, it's gratitude is flows from faith, but it'll actually feed that faith. You'll, you'll be looking more to God than yourself. Uh, secondly, another way, as a Christian, gratitude helps us avoid idolatry and greed. Thankfulness helps us to keep our focus on God, not on the gift. On God, not on other people's gifts. Um, a little child receives a present at Christmas from grandma. That little child has choices, don't they? Does she just open up the present, play with it the whole time, and, and ignore everyone else in the room? Or does she look at her sister's present and think, my sister got a better present than me? <laughs> or does she do something completely different to those both of those two? Does she go up and give a hug to Grandma and say, thank you, Grandma, for giving me a gift? Gratitude will help us to stop just being obsessed with the gift, Or looking over the fence at our neighbor and their gifts. And gratitude will call us to come up and give thanks to God. And you know what? God gives... Grandmas out there, you give great presents. God gives even better presents. Uh, Gratitude actually will will help us push away envy and idolatry. The two big problems of the Israelites, when they were wandering in the wilderness, they kept worshipping other gods and they kept... What was the word in the Bible says? Grumbling. They kept grumbling. The antidote for that, for the Israelites in the wilderness, instead of grumbling about the food they had to eat, thank God for the food they're about to, had to eat. Instead of grumbling about their conditions, thank God that he brought them out of Egypt, into, uh, led him by their, his right hand and was with them. I think as a Christian, thanking God will push away idolatry and particularly push away envy. And so that's a huge benefit for us as Christians. That's the first, second, and the last commandment. Now the point, as a Christian, point number 10, as a Christian, gratitude is the way to appreciate and approach God. The psalm that we just read says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Um, It's something we can do with a song, but also something we can do with a word, something we can do with a prayer, something we can acknowledge before God. We can thank God that we're here today. We can thank God that... Uh, we're here as a Christian family that we're not perfect. Well, I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. But that's the point. God has brought us together, imperfect people together, dealing with our biggest needs, our forgiveness of sins, alienation from God, our uncleanness, uh, bringing us into his presence by the death and resurrection of Jesus, right to the throne room of God, to the top table, to his family. Thankfulness. Uh, approaching the th- God with thankfulness is the way to come to God. What a difference it would make if we actually did this before we opened up the Bible and actually thought, thank you, God, for this, what I'm about to receive. Just like you say thanks before a meal. You say thanks before you receive the Word of God. What a difference it would it make if you were serving on a ministry team and you actually approached it with thankfulness. Thank you, God, that I can do this. Because the other alternative is approaching it with Grumbling. <laughs> Well, what a difference it would make if we actually, when we come near to God's people and we come to, to church to actually enter His, it's not the building, but the people of God, enter His gates with thanksgiving, to actually come to church. Wouldn't it be great if before we sing the first hymn at church, the first song at church, we'd actually already said a thanks to God? Maybe as we walked up to church, thank you God that I can come with your family today at church. What a difference it would make. Well, today, as I said before, we're having a bit of a focus on thanksgiving to God. Some of the reasons, some of the things we can do, we're going to do it. Um, It's a bit like um, we're going to focus today. There'll be some ripples over the rest of June. But actually, I hope this is a a focus and a change for us for the good. Wouldn't it be great to be known as a thankful church? Not to be known just to each other. Wouldn't it be great to be known to God as a thankful church? Um, we're going we're to find out a bit more about this, but a couple of notices. I'll just let you know. Um, you might have seen Nathan uh, wandering around with taking photos. He's doing some photos for us for the um, uh, f- for the website and things like that. So make, make sure you don't pose. They will be natural photos. <laughs> um, and the second thing is, um, uh, next week we'll be continuing the book of Genesis, so working through it again. Um, But we need to give thanks in all circumstances. This is God's will for us in Christ Jesus. And so I'm going to lead us in a short prayer about this, but I want to ask you now, could you just take a moment, just quietly yourself, just before God, even if you're not used to praying, maybe just to try it for the first time, and just say to God something that you're thankful for right now. And then after a moment of, of, of quiet, I'll lead us together. Father God, thank you so much for all the things you've done for us. Thank you for Christ, for our church family. Thanks for each other. And particularly we pray that you might help us to to appreciate the benefits of being thankful, particularly pushing away envy, feeding our faith and coming before you. Father, we pray that we would be known as a thankful church before you. Help us today to express our thanks in, in many ways. But I pray that this might be something that would continue in our lives, and pray this in Christ's name. Amen. We're going to hear from a a few people. So I'm actually, I've got two members, Graham and Linda, if you want to come up. And uh, let's welcome them up as they come up. And uh, I'll just, uh, we'll find out from Graham first. Now, um, Graham's pretty new to our church. Uh, Just before I ask about the thankfulness, You've had a bunch of different jobs in the past. You worked, you served in the Navy. We thank you for that. Uh, you've, you're actually the CEO of the cemetery down here, and you work for Legacy now. Um, can you just tell us those kind of jobs? What have, I suppose, How's that affected your Christian life and what have you been learning from that?
1: Yeah, that's... Can you yep. 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 Um, in terms of the Christian, how it affected or I affect the, the work environment, it's actually the other way around. In the Navy, I actually became a Christian because it was uh, a mistake. I I went to church, and church in the Naval College when I first started was compulsory. You had to go to church. And during this service, uh, the minister turned around and said, don't forget about Christian fellowship tonight. And I just assumed it was compulsory. So, (laughs) so, So I went along. And what's more so on the way to get there uh, it was in the evening um i actually had to ask a number of people how to get there and i ha- asked three people and every single person knew where to go and not one of them said why are you going there and when i got there uh, i just felt the love of god and it just overwhelming so that then started this whole journey in terms of work and christianity uh starting a christian fellowship on on a um a warship for example that was uh that was quite a uh, quite a statement it gives character and to step out where uh, sometimes people are a bit timid. So that was uh, that was good. Other areas, I, I worked in aged care and organized for some Bibles to go to some older, older residents um, who couldn't no longer see their Bibles. So we uh, organized for very large font, uh, 14 point uh, Bibles to be handed out. And I organized for thousands of those to go out when I was working for a Christian organization in WA. And uh, the cemetery is really interesting because I was able to, I had almost a mandate uh, for spirituality in the cemetery, to create Jesus in the cemetery. And uh, so that, came, that flow, flowed through. What's interesting, though, we started some other things, like, for example, Christmas carols in the cemetery, which were new, unique in Australia. And I had a bureaucrat from the government ring me up and said, aren't, aren't we above all this? And I said, what do you want about? And um, he then said, oh, OK, I understand what your point of view is. He then rang up the ch- my chairman and said, we well, have got to stop this. And my chairman said, get, get lost. And um, that was really interesting in terms of that Christianity um, Mm. flowing through. I have to say, it's becoming more bureaucratic now, and over time the the bureaucrats are trying to take out Jesus from the cemeteries. Mm. Uh, In terms of legacy, uh, it's it's a great organisation, but it's one that uh, has a lot of Christians in it. But some of the younger staff that work for me at the moment don't see eye-to-eye with me in some elements. For example, uh, Christmas cards. Uh, It's a small thing. But I want Christ in in Christmas. And so I've made sure they go on the Christmas cards. But one of my staff came up and said, won't you offend people? And I said, no. And what about my views? And she said, well, it's easy to take out Christ from Christmas and not offend everyone else, because Christians don't get offended if you take out Christ from Christmas. I said, no, keep Christ in Christmas. And so uh, the Christmas cards reflect that. So it, it's, it's had its challenges at time, but I have to say it's got its rewards. And it's amazing how the name of Christ is upheld up, up held in, in, in work environments. Going back to the Navy, I remember I had a Bible in, in one of my bunks when I was uh, on one of our training ships, HMAS Vampire, which is now down in Darling Harbour. And we had Admiral's inspection. This Commodore came through and he, and he saw the book above my bed and he said, ah, oh, how dare, you know, this is, un-, he pulled it out. And they said, oh, it's a Bible. And he just put it on my, my um, bunk and just walked away because he knew the name of Christ was held high in the mm. Navy, mm. and uh, at least at that stage. Wonderful. And So, yeah, so it's some powerful ministry there.
0: Can you, you tell us maybe just something, you're, what, what are things you've thankful for the last, the last little while, last year?
1: I'm thankful with, strange enough, it was mentioned before on the videos about COVID. COVID, as much as it's got its de- disadvantages, has its advantages, and... Uh, through seeing online ministry, that's something that's something that's developing. And that's that sustained my family through some um, times when you're separated. And I found that was really good. I was at Genelli Church. Uh, no, we haven't fa- followed Andrew, but Andrew's here, just, just happens to be. <laughs> um, and uh, there were some building works going on. And I'm thankful, and my family's thankful, that we came here at Christmas and we realised that this, this is a great church and very thankful for that. Uh, great church in terms of relationships great church in the welcome great church in the uh spiritual and the teaching of the bible uh which is really wonderful and and, and is too i should say but uh, <laughs> uh this is this is good yeah. <laughs> and uh, and my family is very grateful and very grateful for the um the, the sunday programs for the children mm. uh trinity and nathan they just love it and we were just a bit worried about their transition across but it's fantastic and we're very, very
0: grateful for that. Thanks so much, Karen. Now, Linda, I was going to just, just ask you briefly, what, what, what are you thankful to God for this last year as well?
2: Okay, I wrote mine down. I'm... <laughs> anyway, um, a lot has happened in our year and I think that's probably the same for everyone. Um, we're very thankful for good health and for the beautiful gift of our lovely granddaughter, Daisy. We're so thankful. I did not think I'd get emotional, but anyway, the mum and bub are both well. And Daisy has joined our lovely bunch of grandkids. Also, I'm, I'm a lot better after a knee replacement. I'm still standing up here, which is great. Um, God is really good because I've had no real difficulties in having an operation like that. And my mother, who turns 92 next month, has just had a knee replacement too. Um, it must run in the family. <laughs> Sorry about that. Tom. And all... Is well so far so I'm very thankful for that because we were very worried Mm. Um, it's actually better than we anticipated so we're very thankful that God has blessed our family with health this year Uh, he is very good but we're also thankful for our family here at church God has organized a brilliant bunch here at Mac and it's a constant source of encouragement and thankfulness for us to meet here with God's people every week and we've been doing that here for the last 30 years and we keep going. Thank you.
0: Let's thank Graham and Linda. Thank you. We actually have one more uh, person who we we're interviewing but they couldn't be at church because they're in Canberra this weekend. But I thought it would be appropriate to hear from uh, last year. This time uh, Liz Mackay shared about some of the struggles with her, her son Reuben, and lots of prayer for this little boy. And so she's actually recorded something we can watch now
3: hello everyone Uh, my name is liz Mackay, and this is reuben Mackay, having a snack Um, and we're sorry that we can't be at uh, church for the thanksgiving weekend this week but we just wanted to share uh, what we've been thankful for looking back over the last year and there are a lot of things that we could name but the big one really is for the life of this guy Um, Ruben was born on the 9th of June 2020 in the midst of COVID restrictions. And many of you will know this because you were praying for Ruben and letting us know that you were praying for him, which we are so thankful for. Um, Ruben was born with a congenital heart defect and um, required open heart surgery on his third day of life. Um, And because it was during um, some pretty serious parts of COVID last year, He wasn't allowed any visitors. He was only allowed one one parent by his bedside in the ICU. And that was me the majority of the time. And I can remember filming for last year, for last year's Thanksgiving service, and being so thankful at the time that Ruben was alive and um, that God is good and um, that the medical resources that we have in this country are amazing. But I remember also feeling very isolated um, because a lot of what Ruben was going through for the first two weeks of his life, I, um, I went through a lot of that on my own. Um, I couldn't see my kids, my other two kids. They couldn't come visit. My family couldn't come visit. Our friends couldn't come visit. And even Phil was only able to come into the hospital and swap and tag with me. And so we didn't have much time to really talk to each other or see each other. And um, you know, a lot of, ribbons recovery was quite serious and there were um, a lot of different parts that were hit and miss and a bit worrying after his surgery and um, I remember just feeling like my support system was not not there because of the restrictions and yet God managed to place people around me the entire time and constantly remind me of his presence and um, of his goodness Um, nurses and um and medical staff who I did not know introduced themselves to me and let me know that they were praying for me. I think Ruben was probably one of the most prayed for babies in the Sydney Anglican Diocese actually Um, because of, um, you know, just messages around the network going through social media and posts put up where people were just praying for him and for his recovery. And his surgery was very successful. Um, he's clearly doing very well. And although he will actually need another surgery sometime in his childhood um, on his heart, um, we know that um, whatever happens for his life, he's held in the hand of the Creator, and um, and, uh, and and God is good, even even when things are hard and things are, and it's hard to see what's coming up next. Um, we can take comfort knowing that. Um, that God loves us and that he has a good plan for our lives and he has a good plan for Ruben's life. And we pray every day that he knows Jesus is his saviour and we are just so, so thankful for that and thankful for the to the church as well for the support that we've had in raising Ruben over the last 12 months. Um, so bye from us. <laughs> Say bye-bye. 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 Oh, okay. Oh, here we go. There we go. <laughs> <clears throat> oh.
4: What a great video. So good to see him looking so healthy. Well, I had a... My name is Margaret, and I had a great privilege this week to read all the cards that are on the boards in the foyer. And, um, and I'll tell you, if you haven't been able to do that yet, I commend you to do to go and read the cards uh, that are sitting on the stands because they have great encouragement um, of hearing how people have struggled um, and yet hold on to who God is and have seen him being faithful in their lives. And so then I had the hard task of choosing only a few to read out um, in the service. And and as I was reading them, I thought there were about three main themes that were coming through in the cards. And I'd like to share that with you. And the the first theme is um, overflowing with thankfulness uh, for Jesus' church right here at Menai Anglican Church. So let me share them with you. As I look back on the last year, I'm thankful to God for the way he has brought me to this church for prayer, forgiveness, understanding and friendship. And that was written by Lynn Peebles from the 8am congregation. As I look back on the last year, I'm thankful to God for the way he has been with my family and myself through some very difficult times. Also for bringing me to Menai Anglican Church 15 years ago, where I've made friends and particularly over the last few years for the wonderful friends who are on a roster to bring me to church to hear his word. As I look back on the last year, I am thankful to God for the way he provided me with friends who love me at my school and for one who invited me to this church that has helped me to see so much of my faith. The second theme that I saw coming through the cards um, was that overflowing with thankfulness for God, that as we connect with him through reading the Bible, through praying with him and, of course, being with God's people. it's there that we're, we're learning to depend on him more and to trust him, especially in the changes of life. As I look back on the last year, I'm thankful to God for the way he has looked after us all during COVID. He has helped me remember all he gives us each and every day, good government and good health and peace in our country. I'm so thankful for the growth of the Bible study group we have all grown this last year. As I look back on the last year, I'm thankful to God for the way he has helped me to be thankful for the blessings I have in my life. I am thankful for even when something negative can be turned around in prayer. As I look back on the last year, I'm thankful to God for the way he has grown me in my knowledge of my own shortcomings, that I may approach my ministry, and other aspects of my life in a more wise and sustainable manner, from Xander Priestley. As I look back on the last year, I'm thankful to God for the way he has provided me with the opportunity to spend more time with my wife and children by working from home. These are precious years and I love being around them, Anthony Currie. As I look back on the last year, I'm thankful to God for the way he has drawn me closer to him in Bible reading and prayer, He's teaching to me of trusting my Lord with all of my concerns and seeing his guidance and provision. I think the third theme that I could see coming through on the cards was that God promises to be the God of great comfort and many cards express this. As I look back on the last year, I'm thankful to God for the way he has strengthened me and given me perseverance to face challenges. He has shown me great love. Jackie Freer. As I look back on the last year, I'm thankful to God for the way he has grown my faith. God has provided all I need. His word has brought me comfort. Through other people's prayers, he has reminded me of his love. And God continues to walk with me each step as I face some difficult moments. He guides me. From Katrina. As I look back on the last year, I'm thankful to God for the way He has strengthened me during the saddest time in my life. For the love and support of my family, church family, friends and work colleagues. For keeping Australians safe during COVID, we have been so much safer than most. And above all, I thank you for our saviour Jesus Christ. And the same person wrote on their card, these are just a few thank yous. This card is much too small. And as I look back on the last year, I'm thankful to God for the way he has carried our family through a very difficult and challenging year, for all the times he has gone before us, preparing the way when I thought there was no way, and giving us his peace in the midst of it all. This is from Joan and Richard Lonsdale. And two more. As I look back on the last year, I'm thankful to God for the way he has kept me focused And not overwhelmed with things that are happening in the world today, Debbie as party. And as I look back on the last year, I am thankful to God for the way He has woken me up to my backsliding over several years. Praise God. So please, um, read the cards in the foyer, it's ever so encouraging.
5: Thanks, Margaret. They have been really encouraging reading those, um, those uh, different things people have written. So thank you for writing those. We'll hear a few more over the coming weeks. Well, I'm going to lead us in prayer. Psalm 136, verse 1 says, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Will you please pray with me? Gracious Lord, we give you thanks that we can come before your very throne now in prayer, knowing you will hear us and will answer the prayers of your people. Thank you, for, those, uh, thank you uh, for who you are and what you have done in Jesus. Father, as we just read, you are a good God whose love endures forever. Not only do you love us, but you are love. Not only do you act justly, but you are just. Thank you that we can come before you, not in fear of how you will treat us or anxious to how you will answer us, but confidently, knowing that we will always, you will always act for our good. Thank you for this beautiful world that you've created for us to live in and thrive. Thank you for providing for our needs and doing so abundantly. Thank you for the global efforts to care for what you have given us. And although sadly compromised by our own selfishness and greed, thank you that you have given us the resources we need to subdue the earth and fill it. Thank you for the peace that we enjoy here in Australia. Thank you for our stable government and for many ways that they act for our best, even though at times we may think we know better. Thank you for our leaders and guide them in their decision-making and actions. We thank you for this church and the many ways you have blessed us. Thank you for guiding us through the difficulties brought about by the COVID-19 pandemic and for the many ways that you were able to, uh, we were able to care for one another and stay connected. Thank you for bringing the Barry family to lead us and for the blessing that they've been to us. Thank you for growing us to know you better and love you more. Thank you for the many ways that we see your gospel going from, from here. We thank you for the privilege we've got to teach uh, your word in our local primary and high schools and through our many children and youth ministries. Thank you for the wonderful connection we have to many young parents and grandparents through our four place based groups that we run each week and to our seniors through Daisy Hill. Thank you for the many new people and families that have recently joined our church family and we also thank you for our local and overseas partners and the opportunity they give us to be part of your worldwide plan for salvation most of all we thank you for jesus who deserves all honor and praise for he has made it possible for us to come to you through his sacrificial death in our place and the new life he has won for us in his resurrection Thank you for the many things that He taught us about how to live in your kingdom and the privilege it is to be one of your children. We pray this all in His precious name. Amen.